Hey besties, it's Everything's Not Fine. Am I in a good view? Yeah. Can you see me? I see you. I, <laughs> I see, see you. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, friends. Hello, hello. We are recording video of this today. Um which we may or may not show anyone, but we will let you know if you can watch the full or if we will just be giving you a trailer. Yeah, I'm good with just that. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, how are you? Have you recovered from the weekend? It was busy. It was really busy. Um, I knew you were running. Yeah, I, I'm good. I feel good. I definitely feel like a child because this time change has kicked my ass today. Apparently I'm just having that like rummy feel. And because we got an hour taken away from us. That's not fair. I know. I just have that. Like actually the other one too, is I forgot in the fun of the weekend. I forgot my thyroid medication. I think two days. Oh, and as I was driving to work, I realized it and I was like, oh, shit. So it makes sense that like it usually doesn't feel you don't feel it like initially. Right. It's like the couple days later. So yeah. I think that's also potentially what I'm feeling is that like sluggish. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> because for those that don't know, I don't have a thyroid. So if I don't take that, I just don't get any. So yes. and that's and that's. That's not it does a lot of stuff. It does a lot of stuff in your bod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's cool. It's totally fine. Thank goodness <laughs> there's medicine that like can do the things that. Oh God. It's thank goodness for sure. Yeah. Um. So we did have a lot of fun. Just a reminder. I, um, I went over to Spokane. We had a coven meeting and um, I'm going to remind people what the coven is in case they haven't heard that well. episode. Right. Um, there are no actual witches in our coven. I mean, I'm a little witchy, but there are no actual witches. I mean, is it witchy or bitchy? Because if that's the case, then I definitely. Um, I think me. we have the bitchy corner. Perfect. Covered, Perfect. And I also do, but I also <laughs> have a little bit of witchy cover. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, no, so it's we have a circle of like a support circle of women that we have known for twenty five plus years, um, and we just support one another. We're in each other's lives for the good, the bad, the ugly, and um, we try to meet once a month ish and just hang out together and have fun and mm -hmm. talk about whatever life's challenges are and be there for one another. And this time I had a tag along for the trip. Ellie, my 18 year old went with us, went with me and um, she was supposed to be getting together with some family and doing some things. Um, and it didn't work out, so she was around for some coven activities. And boy, did that girl get an education. I love it. And boy, did everybody get an education from her. <laughs> <laughs> she is a sharer, man, and I appreciate it. But sometimes I'm like, oh, 
go girl. <laughs> I mean, there's really nothing off limits with that one. So it was so, so special. And she just, we were driving home and she was like, I feel like I'm going to explode from all this mama love. Oh, <laughs> she's like, sweetheart. All the mamas. I've got love from all the mamas. Oh, I love <laughs> and it. And she doesn't know a couple of uh, the people very well. Like, there's a few that she's been around her whole life. And then there's a few that she doesn't remember from being, like, five years old. Oh, so, yeah. Like, that was the last time she saw them. If, mm-hmm. if she even registered seeing them then. So yeah. um, we we had a lot of good talk about how eventually we are, we either have daughters or we have sons who will marry women at some point. And so at some point we will all have like daughters of the coven who we will have to um, have oh, special time with. That's so very true. They are stuck with our children, like, our daughters are stuck with each other too. <laughs> it's true. I do think there will be in a very like yaya sisterhood yes. uh, kind of way where like this circle of women knows each other so deeply mm-hmm. that eventually as life happens, right. that we are also there for each other's children. Exactly. And that special events or different moments that yeah. sometimes I think we're we are going to be able to, and that's already been true. Yes, but it will continue to be true along with life as it goes. That we can those speak to some moments. things. Yes, that we get to share those big moments. Yeah, but also that we can speak to certain things and parts and share little, I think, um, pieces that maybe even our kids don't fully understand the same way. That we right. can give bring light to some of that. Uh, and that's really special to think about. I actually yeah. could cry just thinking about even just I that. Know. I but. know. I I really I can I can foresee a conversation probably in the near future of, you know, your mom's crazy in this way because <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Cut her some slack. Yeah. It's crazy like this because. Because. Yes. Let me help you understand your mother's crazy. For <laughs> sure. Well, and even or if your mom's not able to say these things this way, yes. you can hear it. I can. Um, but because I know that's in her, like, I know that she feels that, like, there is that level of trust. I mean, I know that you've even, and it's usually in jokey things, but you know, you've even said to Roz, like, I know your mom would say this too. And this, you know, and it's like, yes, that's good. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, and, and I think I could see that even for daughter-in-laws, You know, as time goes on, because sometimes they are not privy at all to some of those things. And so to be able to help relationally fill in some gaps or not explain, but but like, yeah, give a little inside peek of Uh she may not have shared this with you yet, but Uh (laughs) there's a little tidbit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Just Um, in a sweet way. Like, I guess it's really sweet. Yes. Um, but that it was very special. We um so my friend who lives over here, my who is part of our coven, she 
was over there too. So um, we both stayed with a friend of ours who we were in the same uh, cult class back in the day and have just been like thick, 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 thick as thieves. Is that what they say? Yes. Yes. Way back. And we used to, so our one friend has this like antique vanity that she's had since she was a teenager and has put her makeup on at this thing. I I would venture to think every day that she has put makeup on and not been out of her house on vacation or something. Yeah. Of her putting makeup on life. And um, when we were young, like 18, young, uh, I just remember being in her bedroom and her putting her makeup on and I would sit and she would do my hair and our other friend, you know, we would, always we we were always like that was a hub this vanity was a hub of like our getting ready for life in the day and so saturday morning we all got up and l is there and um she woke up she went to bed with wet hair and she woke up and her hair was just a wild mess and she was like how am i gonna do this and (laughs) i'm getting ready in one room and my our two friends were getting in the other room where the vanity was and the one was sitting at the vanity putting on her makeup and the other was standing there, they're talking and using the curling iron and Elle goes in and she's like, can you help me? And I walk around the corner and Muriel's curling Ellie's hair. And I'm going to say you're, you're fine. Yes. Mandy's putting on her makeup at the vanity and it was an L standing there. And it was like seeing me standing there as an 18 year old. Oh my gosh. And I just start bawling. Like, <laughs> oh, it was just the most special, precious, full circle moment of my two sisters, you know, wow. with my daughter. And it, yes. oh my God, it just, and, and that started the day off with tears and it went the whole <laughs> damn day. All day. Just, all of it. it anyway. Where I'm starting to get a glimpse of like the longevity and the depth of the longevity of our mm. relationships, and holy shit, am I glad we've done the hard work to keep these things going? Yeah. <sighs> wow. What a it's, gift for my child. Oh, it's so neat. That's so cool. Yeah. So, and then we had lots of fun. We. Did a lot of fun things this weekend. And you, my dear love, were working half the time. I know. I was glad I, you know, it's just like, okay, I'll meet you guys. I'll meet you guys there. We'll do this. And then I'll, yeah, it's hard with just the nature of what I do with all of that. It's always so scheduled out. And sometimes I can cancel, but there just felt like, you know, I'll just do the work and I'll meet you. Yeah. So that worked out. You only missed antique shopping and stuff that I would have been fine missing if I'm honest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, breakfast and all of that kind That's of stuff. That's true. That's true. There but, was a bunch. Yeah. Um, and just time together, obviously. That exactly. Important thing. Um, yeah. But we, the first night we were in town, we, so we were missing one person this weekend. Her daughter had an event out of town that she was at. So, uh, but the rest of us, nope, we were missing two people. 
one was, oh, one of our dear friends is moving. And so it was not great timing for everyone. So there were six of us, six or six of yeah. us at, uh, we went to a restaurant where an old friend who's a musician was playing and we, um, went to watch that and just get some time together having fun because we are all endeavoring fun. Um, we were yes. like groupies watching a, watching a musician. It was fantastic. And, but it was so funny. We're at the table, right? Like it's like a little place. It wasn't like a big venue. And so we're sitting at this like bar table right in front of where um, he's playing. <laughs> Well, it was hilarious because when we get there, right, none of us have actually been there before. So we're just like, okay, he's playing. Let's call. Maybe we can see if we can get a table because there's kind of a bigger group. And in this era of the life, it was like, well, let's just see. And of course, we're in our 40s. So you figure like, let's make a reservation or whatever. Yeah, we're not about like standing out in the cold trying to get a table. That's a a no for me, dog. So (laughs) yes. So we get there and here's his setup and here's the table literally right in front of him. And we were, I started laughing. I was like, well, this isn't awkward at all. (laughs) (laughs) And some of us haven't seen him in like 15 years. Like it's not... It yeah. wasn't like, you know, oh, hey, our pal who we saw last weekend is, no, it's been quite some time for some of us and some time for all of us. So it was, it was really funny. And then at one point he was talking about these six beautiful women sitting at this table, you know, while he's playing and we had all taken like a group selfie uh, with him and he posted it later on. And I was looking at the picture and I was like, damn, we were six beautiful women. <laughs> We look good. I saved it. I saved it because I was like, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Yes. <laughs> oh, Too but this cute. guy just has incredible talent and the voice of an angel. And we were all just sitting there like soaking it in. Yes. So I haven't asked if we can share his name, so I won't. But if you're in the Spokane area and want to hear some talent you yes. let us know and we will point you in the right direction. Tis true. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we did that and then we just had a fun weekend of visiting and lots of good talk and me really starting to process. We were driving into Spokane, L and I, and there's a point where you're coming from the west side into Spokane. You kind of come over the top of the hill and you can see a lot of the city of downtown when you come in and it's not beautiful this time of year. So it's, it's, you know, it's brown this time of year. Everything yeah. is dead still. But I, we got over the hill and I go, oh my God, this is my home now. Wow. Weird. Yeah. And it still doesn't feel home because I'm still here for two months and I, I need to stay present here. Yep. For the yep. Next Which is months. good. Um, but I, as I'm driving around town, I just kept like thinking like, this is home. I need to start soaking in a little bit that this is home and like, mm-hmm. where am I going to do my grocery shopping? Like, which you can't know until you know where no. the house is, but, no. but you know, just like, and we went to a couple of shops and I was like, ooh, I need to remember this for when I'm I'm here and I need to buy dish towels or, you know, whatever. It's very true. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was a wild time for me. It was between 
the Ellie situation and all the love there and the like processing so many things about moving and that being home and just all that that means. I, I woke up Sunday morning and could barely open my eyes. My eyes were almost (laughs) swollen shut from all the crying and the tears and the, which is not an experience you have very much these years. (laughs) No, no, definitely not. But all good things, all good things. So fun. Mostly. (laughs) Mostly. (laughs) Anyway, that was a long, drawn out story. But No, it was so fun to get time together. And any time, right? Like that you take time to spend time with your people. It just feels heart filling. And even if it's crazy, like, like we were saying, I, you know, was kind of doing work in between and trying to, you know, all over, but it was like, you just want to hurry through that stuff so you can get the most time with your people, yeah. you know, as possible. So yeah, it's such a fun, yes. Fun yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, so lots of vulnerability, which I'm still on the, on the fence about how I feel about vulnerability. <laughs> Depends on the day. Depends on the day. Well, it was interesting because when we were watching our old friend doing music, we had this great night. And we were all visiting, of course. You just, you know, time flew. And then when his set was done and everything was over, he sat with us and visited and, you know, yeah. just kind of caught up and talked and stuff. And he was just so sweet. Um, and he's been going through divorce and just sort of life transitions himself. And, um, you know, and, and so in some ways, like I'm asking him, like, how is it to date right now? Like, tell (laughs) me about it. Tell me, you know, like, and just kind of doing that, like, God, I'd be the worst dater ever, (laughs) you know, and, and just sort of chuckling about some of those things as we know ourselves. And oh gosh, yes. I would just be terrible. Like I would just be the, like, I don't play games. So cut the shit. (laughs) Would you even date again? I can't even think if I would even date or like get myself a good like pal. And- I for sure would probably have that thought more is like just a, you know, friend. It's all about the age for me. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I think if you're at the age that we are immediately right now, uh-huh. that's a lot of life. Left. It is a lot of life. So I certainly can't imagine just never. Right. Um, I certainly think I would be more of a, like, it's going to have to, I'm going to have to just encounter people. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much I would be actively pursuing and no judgment. Sometimes I, it's certainly how most people do it these days. Yeah. With the online yeah. thing. No Tinder for you. Is what yeah. I don't really think <laughs> I'd probably be going that route. I would unlikely. Right. Yeah, I, or I would, but it'd be more funny as a joke. I wouldn't actually do anything. I'd be like, you guys, it's a new game. Let's play. But which we've done at the salon, it always cracks me up. Different ones that are, will be like, ooh, let's swipe. Let's pick some. And it's like becomes the like group game. It's kind oh of my funny. God. It's highly entertaining when that's not your life at all, you know? Yes. <laughs> the poor person whose account it is, good Lord, what are they? Oh, I know. I was like, sorry, Says he's really cute. <laughs> Flip. 
<laughs> we don't need uh, to know any details about him except for those are some nice biceps. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> or like, oh, he's full of himself. No. <laughs> uh, flat, you know. <laughs> but then occasionally, because again, not my life, I'm also like, which one is the one that he's saying yes and which one is no? Yes, I did it wrong. <laughs> And then I and I do have this like sorry, Oopsie. gotta go. <laughs> Might be maybe I shouldn't have this. It's too much power. <laughs> oh, what such entertainment! I know. Anyway, <laughs> it was interesting, but it was fun to just kind of catch up on life. And he was so sweet and like yeah. really sharing his own sort of just self-discovery and learnings. And I mean, we, we definitely found we have like Brene Brown in common of our uh, interests and readings and um, some of that. And, and, you know, I think like with any life thing that has been hard, you have the opportunity to um, grow, you know, and want to be better and be willing to kind of, yes, go there and, and dive deeper um, or, you know, you kind of want to reject it as everybody else's problem and, and don't. Right. And so it was fun to hear him. He's definitely, uh, going more of the route of, you know, learning more about himself, wanting to grow, wanting to face some of the hard things. And, you know, that's just cool and inspiring to hear anyway. Yes. Yeah. But then in getting to visit, you know, personally, as he was sharing, it was so fascinating because he was talking about different encounters where, especially like the sort of the first person, you know, rip the band aid, uh-huh. and that she was like, uh, yeah, you've got some work to do. So, <laughs> and he was like, you're right. I hear that. I hear that, you know, which is just real. And I loved that whoever that woman is, good on you. Yes. For, Way to like stand like, in your truth and strength I mean really like that was even just in I was like well I don't know who this person is but high five to you because he's your kind of gal yes like well done sister you know and then but then even where he'd kind of sharing little war stories or whatever of of coming up on the other side of that where um having a couple of instances where they had kind of gotten to that line of closeness or, or whatever, where it was like, okay, well, here's the real stuff. And actually had the opposite also where they were like, yeah, I'm not going to go there. Like, I don't do that. This is all I've got. And for him, that pretty quickly became a like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't think we have anywhere else to go. Like, there's yeah. not really going to be anything farther to explore relationally because you know outside of friendship or something because I I now see how much I want that and I'm not willing to just like be okay with kind of stopping at this sort of surface point and just that being it just brave on so many levels so many levels um but it was amazing because I woke up the next morning thinking about that yeah and how we all have those opportunities all throughout our life to kind of come to that end of an era or a fork in the road more mm-hmm. of, am I going to just say this is too hard? 
It's too hard to kind of go there vulnerability wise. It's too hard to go there, um, you know, and, and deal and mine through that hard shit. And I'm just going to leave it be like yeah. that. This is the end of this road. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going there. Yeah. Or, you know, okay, let's do this and, and be willing to delve deeper and do that hard, often painful yeah. work that is messy and not clear in its pathway, right? It's often lots of loops and turns and, you know, yeah, parts. Um, and so it was just sort of fascinating, I think, to hear him say with, you know, just out in life, you know, you're, how much he's run into both of those, you know, kinds of people and how he yeah. himself, of course, has been both of those, like sure. at different times. Um and same, you know, there was just a relatability yes. to it. But I kept thinking about, I just kind of kept ruminating on, man, those choices that we all come to, that fork in the road of are we going to yeah, just say, nope, too hard. Yeah, that's it. Or, you know, and I'm going to protect myself and this is just all you're going to get and that's it. Yeah. Or are we going to be willing to tiptoe our way through you know, and take yeah. those brave and scary steps into the unknown. Yes. Yeah. I think um, it's been a number of years ago, probably at least, I think I was 35. So about 10 years ago. Um, I looked around at people like my parents and my parents' age. And there <clears throat> seemed to me to be a really sharp divide between people who had chosen to, people who had chosen judgment and hardness mm. and people who had chosen love and acceptance. Interesting. That's another and, like aspect of it. That's so good. Yeah. And I, and I remember thinking, I want to stay soft. I want mm. to stay um, loving and soft. And I don't want to, to become a hard judgmental person. And I have to be like, I can see how you become jaded and, you know, annoyed with people and how easy, like even now, honestly, I'm looking at, at uh, people who are in their 20s or, you know, whatever. And it's like, what are they doing? And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, stop that. Stop that. They're doing their best. They're learning. Sure. They're growing. They're doing their best. Or at least you hope they are. Yes. But nobody chooses to be awful, you know, like they're they're doing their Fair. best. They're not that, like volitionally. That, yeah. In that place of where they are, the place of their hurt, the place of their whatever, they're doing the best with, with, with where they are. Can they choose a different path that would be a better best? Sure. But right in that moment, they're doing their best and they need love. And um, that, to me is it, it is a different iteration of getting to that line. And 
Um, because if you're choosing judgment and hardness and that, I feel like you're choosing to project. Like, you're not mm. dealing with your shit. And so you're focusing sure. on their shit and projecting, you know, and judging yeah. because it's easier than staying soft and pliable and mm. doing your own work. Like, it's impossible for me to not show compassion when I know how desperately I need compassion, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that most people that I know who are judgmental and hard hearted are not crossing that line in themselves. Like Mm -hmm. they're not doing the work in themselves. And so they're self-critical and self-judgmental, I'm sure. Like, they're For not sure. kind to themselves. And right. so they're not being kind to other people. Yeah. So that was a, that for me was the turning point of, I will cross whatever line to not become that hard-hearted person. Yeah. And I think it is a choice. Like, I think it is like something you have to consciously work toward. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And I also think it would be very hard, like in that situation, to be dating someone or considering building a life with someone or to be married to someone Mm -hmm. where you're doing the work and they've drawn the line. Right. Yeah. What the hell happens then? Yeah. Well, and that compassion, that's an interesting thing because I've certainly been there on that end internally, right? I remember early years saying, listen. I am not having these expectations for you that I don't have double for me. Yes. You know, and it did. And there was a harshness in it that, I mean, it it was not exclusive to outward. It was double downed, you know, to me. And I thought, isn't that honorable? Like, I'm, I'm not expecting this, you know, on somebody else that I'm not willing to also do myself and more. And that was sort of almost my justification in that. And yet, you know, that only can, at least for me, it could only go so far before you're just dying on the inside because I can't, I can't keep that up. I can't, I can't maintain that. And um, there's no life in that. For me, that was my, like, yes, this is not a way to live, you know, moment and, and realizing so quickly, like, I can't, something about this is not (laughs) it for one, it's not life-giving, you know, (laughs) and, and for two, like, holy crap, I just don't want to be this person. Yeah. And I think some of that was certainly. Honestly, some of it was a little bit natural, I think. And then some of it was definitely about cult days and, you know, performance and expecting um, things to look a certain way. And I don't know, you know, like just kind of needing to that to that hamster wheel of like, I have something to prove and I have to be enough and earn enough and work harder. And, you know, like that was the the reality that I kind of was still operating out of. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I think it's, and, and part of what it, I'm even processing right now myself, going back, moving back to Spokane does stir up some of those. Like, I don't operate that way now uh-huh. because I've been removed from this situation and I've created my life completely differently than what that is. But I'm healing so many of those parts right now that it's fresh. You know, it's right. like it's kind of um, toil soil or tilled soil like it's kind of stirred Mm -hmm. up and so then to then be like revisiting the scene of the crime um, (laughs) right right (laughs) yes there were some moments of like and i i think i even said this last week i do not want to revert back to old ways of protecting myself or you know whatever but i feel that in there Mm -hmm. and um Shit, I lost my train of thought. Give me a sec. Oh, the um, the need to be per- like we are earning compassion. Right. We are earning love. We are earning yes. acceptance. We are earning compassion. Like that to me is a huge thing that I am going to have to be facing and and healing right now. Is that is so not true? Um, but it was such a way of life. It and was so, um, so deeply ingrained. It literally, and probably for all cults, um, is is foundational of earning your place. Yeah, like well, whatever and the then, work is. Yep, and then I agreed, and I think that that's very much a foundational piece of it um, in any kind of culty. At that yeah. very least, you know, kind of thing. Um, and then you add personal uh-huh. tensions to that. Because yes. I am definitely, I can be a like hustle for your value, like hustle yeah. for your worth. Like that's, yeah, you gotta. That's your inner-freeness. Right. That, right. That There's that? just a, yeah. that perform, 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 you know, mm-hmm. um, that comes so damn natural too. Yeah. Uh, that you put those together mm-hmm. and it's like, Oh shit. Yeah. 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 There's not a natural part of you that tends toward compassion toward yourself in any way. Yeah. Or certainly without any effort. Right. You know, or like it's not the natural too. tendency. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's fun. That's super. <laughs> it's super great. <laughs> well, and then I very quickly, I mean, even still, you know, like I, I run up against that all the time with the kids and, you know, even in projecting of that towards them, you know, like, come on. And sometimes I have this like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Uh-huh. How do you not feel this? Yeah. And and yet it's so good that they don't. Yeah. Um, and so I have to kind of check myself. And then there's the healthy balance of, well, but you still got to do. Yeah. You still got to do the work. You still yeah. got to do the things, you know, but coming at it from trying, trying to come at it from a different place yes. of not about earning 
your value or earning your love and compassion. Because I would, I mean, then, like I said, you add that to culty ways and I had to earn, like, earn rest, earn love, earn, you know, just compassion or care, you know, (laughs) like that is so fucked up and like, no, that's not really... That's not really, it's a little backwards. It's not really how that should work. Yeah. But it's so much of our society, like. Very true. You can take it all the way to like being a capitalistic society and like all of the things. It's, our world is all about earning. And um, whether it's physical, monetary, emotional, spiritual, like. It it's a it's the common thread woven throughout, yeah. Um, everything Very that true. We, we face and do is the earning and, um, and then that spirals into a lot of unhealthy ways of treating ourselves and treating one another. Yeah, and unfortunately, it's so often we're the worst to the people that we love the most, yeah. oh, you know, absolutely. or that we share house a household with and that we're, you know, yeah. uh, family and whatever, which is just. Yeah. So well, crazy. and I like for me, especially with my kids, I like my whole thing has been like, I don't ever want you to have the hard things that I have had to face. I don't want you to have to face them later on in life. So now, now, now do, do, do fix, fix, fix. Like yeah. instead of live, laugh, love. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, But on the flip side, back to the original part of our conversation. um, (laughs) You also can't be a person who's not willing to (laughs) to dig and and heal. And and even like but I think this is where the the mental shift is. That isn't doing that's being and loving yourself like drawing a line and saying i'm not gonna go there is a form of self-protection right self-preservation um but the opposite of that is self-love and self-compassion not Mm -hmm. do 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 right but i think and i think it's not about the doing or not doing as far as the act of yeah. It's about the internal what's behind it yeah. because I can busy myself and do, do, do. And it's a thousand percent about avoiding exactly going there. And then I can live, laugh, love <laughs> myself into avoiding, avoiding going there. Yes. So it, it's, it's really, it's so much about the why yeah. and what's driving that train because, um, in the same way, one of the things that we just, and this is not about, this is not about vulnerability, but Jehu was just coming and saying, you know, some school stuff and he kind of had a blow, like it was going to be longer than what he had been originally thinking. And that was really disappointing. And all of that is real. That's, you know, it is hard. And he's in that state of school, that part of school where you, you know, there's a reason a lot of people quit. Yeah. Cause it just gets too freaking hard or too confusing and I'm just tired and I don't want to. Yes. And, and this isn't a judgment on whoever it's, you know, do you, but for him, I said, 
You know, this is the time though, where you get the opportunity to dig down and say, this will not beat me. I'm going to find that place in myself where I will keep at it. And I'm just going to, if it means head down and just go, then you have to find that in yourself. Yes. And that, that will serve you for the rest of your life. That like, okay, fork in the road. Am I just going to lay down and be like, nope, can't do it. Yeah. Or am I going to find that deeper part that says it's go time. We yeah. do this. We're doing yeah. this, you know, and dig down and you just get her done. Yeah. And I think it's a practical representation of that yes. same, the spirit of the same it thing. absolutely is. And right. not giving up on yourself. Exactly. Loving yourself. Yes. Is, you know, like, it's, yes. that's what it is. Like, it's, it's the practical living out your love and belief for yourself mm-hmm. and in yourself that I'm not going to short myself on this opportunity. I'm going to dig. I'm going to believe in myself. I'm going yep. to get help and That's support right. and let people be there with me to do it with me. And I'm worth it. I'm yes. worth doing this work. Exactly. Yes. And I'm willing to be dogged about it if I need to. Like, that's how, like, I'm committed to doing this and finishing this and getting whatever. And so if that means, like you said, I'm going to reach out and I'm going to get help and I'm going to seek wisdom and I'm going to do all the things because, damn it, I'm worth it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This sounds so stupid, but it's true. It is. Gosh darn it, people like me. That's right. That's I know. That's all I could think. I felt like a commercial all of a sudden. Because darn it, I'm worth it. <laughs> Dove. You know, like I just had this like my brain just flipped. True. <laughs> well, mine right now, and this is so like one of the things that has dogged me my whole adult life and it's rooted in some real shit um, is like just financial stability and um, not being just stressed beyond stressed and make horrible decisions because of the stress Yep, and dig myself a hole or, avoid or just all of the things um it's it's the thing that's hardest for me and um considering like the move and and what's what that's going to mean and how budget conscious I need to be and like we are really on a mission to build a home over there within a couple of years and like what does that look like what do I need to do how do I need to budget like Budget to me is like the worst word in the history of bad words. Like, yeah, I will say the see you next Tuesday word about everything before <laughs> I say the B budget word. No, um, <laughs> see you next th- Tuesday. That's funny. I've never heard that. That's good. <laughs> um, I, I just hate it. I hate it. I just want to live my life and be free. And 
it's buying things is my coping like food and shopping like these are my coping mechanisms and you gotcha. know just all the there's so many reasons and i literally these last this last week i've just been like i'm worth it yeah. i'm worth having a budget and sticking to that budget so that we can fulfill our dreams so that we can do that without it being major ups and downs and major stress. And like, I have gotten to the point where I like have drawn that imaginary line of, I'll just make it like, yeah. I'll just find a way to make it work without doing the work. Like, <laughs> sure. I don't want to deal with what's inside of me that mm. makes this so hard. And I don't want to say no to Jim. Like, can we buy this? Yes, we can. Like, I will, right. I will figure it out. Um, or my yes. kids or whatever. Um, but I'm worth it to put in some hard work to change the way I operate mm-hmm. so that those things can be easier without stress. Like, we're capable of doing all of those things. Absolutely. It's just... I can do it in a system that is less stressful. Yeah. So. And the less stress is so freeing. Yes. Like it, but it, it does. It's so hard to get to the other side of that because you create, it's so easy to create the circle that just keeps creating the same problem, right? It just becomes that like, So just as you could maybe, but then you back again. And so to get over that hump is, yeah, we've been there. Yeah. It's and like, we've been there and been done great. And then revert back and like, yes, you know, it's so frustrating. It is so frustrating. And, but you know what? I am worth it, but also my husband is worth it. Like it is my way of showing compassion and grace to him. Of you work so hard, you make an incredible income. Right. Like we are of the most fortunate people in this world. Even if we're lower middle class, we're the most fortunate people in this world. Like right. Um, but we work. You work hard. I work hard to support you. That's right. And um, we're worth not having to have this stress like Mm -hmm. we're worth not having to wonder like how old will you be when you retire how are we gonna be able to make that like right right can we take this vacation Mm, we can but we're gonna pay for it for the rest of the year like you know whatever i'm done and that is going to be a shit ton of work yeah for me Internally, practically. Yeah. Um, but and it's a line I drew in the sand that I'm like, well, I'm worth it. You are worth it. Can someone please remind me of this every time I go to Costco and get on Amazon and you know, seriously. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Saying no to myself right now isn't saying I'm not worth it. No. It's saying I'm worth it. That's right. Next year. <laughs> Like, you know, I'm worth the peace that it brings for the rest of forever. That's the thing. 
because the being able to be on the other side of it, the, the freedom that actually comes and the less stress is so unbelievable. It, it's yes. It's that you are worth that. Exactly. exactly. You know, the short term suck fest. Yeah. And it will yeah <laughs> be you know because it's hard and it sucks and yeah but for the the long-term peace and joy and being able to actually fulfill the things you want to do yes because you want to get to a place of being able to say you want to go on vacation done let's do it yes exactly. and not that it's without effort because of course it's effort right but if you're not already under a shit ton of stuff that's laying on top of you already Yes. It's not nearly so challenging, you know? Yeah. And yeah, it's huge. Been there, man, been there. And we'll continue to, yeah. You know, we all do. That's just real. Exactly. The the like, I, you know, even the statistics are just crazy. I I read, I mean, this was during, especially when we were all in super lockdown, but where they were saying, I want to say it was something like $400 that like an unexpected bill of $400 or more is all it would take to like, take some families down entirely. Yeah. Like to literally like, can't do it. And that is real. It is real. And we have been there. Oh God. Yes. I mean, yeah. And the $40 something. <laughs> right. And listen, times of life too. When you yes. are, I mean, cause I mean, when our kids were little and we were scrimping by on one income because of what we said we valued yeah. and you know, all of those things, I mean, truly $40 yes. would bring me to tears. Yes. You know, of a like unexpected, let alone hundreds Yes. Um, so no well, shame in that. I don't say that in a, oh, any God, kind no. of, you know. Yeah. We were talking once before about like <laughs> just being able to not have to worry. Like, can I, can I get this coffee today? Like, can right. I treat myself to this coffee? What is, where does that put things? You know, yeah. like, that's real, man. That is absolutely. That's the real deal. Um. Yeah. So just a practical example, like drawing the line and not going there is not always like, I'm not going to deal with my childhood trauma. Like, right. right. Or, or maybe that's all rolled up in one. Let's be real. But, yes, yeah. <laughs> but there's, there's a lot of lines that we draw that I draw that um, it's a bummer. Yeah. Well, and it, I think it's a great example of, it's not even about the practical thing as much as it, it's about what's driving that training yes. internally. Yeah. Right. Cause, cause saying yes to doing the hard work could be meaning I now have boundaries that I didn't have before, like yes. in a budget or relationally with people yeah. that aren't bringing life and aren't, you know, yeah. willing to do that too. Or it can be, you know, the opposite of like, no, I have to stop, you know, being so shut down and that needs whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's so good. Yeah. But isn't it interesting? Boundaries go both ways. Like it's keeping things out and keeping you in a, uh, 
Yeah. Fuck boundaries. Hate them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy. I kind of derailed things. Was there anything more about that, that conversation and that talking about drawing the line? No, I think revisit that. No, I feel good. I think, I think it was good though. I feel like it actually, we kind of workshopped that in the, it'd be easy to think that it only looks a certain way. Yeah. Or it only whatever. And the reality is I think in us sharing about our own stuff is just what we were saying that really it's, it's about what's driving that it's very Enneagram. (laughs) that it can have similar looks and be for completely different reasons. Yeah. You know know what I love is that you see most things through an Enneagram lens and I see most things through a trauma lens. So like where you can say it's very Enneagram and I'm like, Oh, it's so trauma. Trauma. Yes. And everything. It's, I love that. I love having those perspectives. Yeah. That's very true. And it is, it's both. And, and really Enneagram and like trauma stories go hand in hand. Like (laughs) it's very true. And really it's, it's just another way to say similar things, you know, that's what I appreciate. Where does our internal drive, where does our internal conversation, where does our internal, all of it come from and how does it then affect the way we live our lives? Absolutely. In a nutshell, I have solved all the world's problems right this minute. Solving it today. It's fine. You have a problem? Call 1-800-WE-GOT-YOU. We We don't have a number. Yeah. (laughs) 1-800-WE-GOT-YOU. Yes. (laughs) Um, Oh, shoot. I was going to say something funny. Damn it. Damn it. Thanks for stealing my funny. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but I mean, really, we're just living it right now. Like this is, I, I hope this doesn't sound like a Ted talk because this is really like me. This is a Kelly talk. Like I'm literally talking to myself right now of like, listen, girl. Yeah. Shit's real. Yeah. And I appreciate that because honestly, that's one thing that we haven't really talked a lot about is that real part of life. And that is you don't similar to food. Yeah. (laughs) You can't just say I have a problem, so I'm just not going to eat. Right. Right? And similar to that is money. I have a problem, so I'm just not going to do it. Well, that's not really how that works. Yeah. (laughs) So you're going to have to figure out how to do it in a healthy way. Cause it's still just part of the world. It's part of life. Yeah. We still and have so, to make and spend money. Absolutely. And I it, still would like to buy things that make me feel joy. Yep. Yeah. Marie Kondo wants me to, too. <laughs> <laughs> I do have, I had a client years ago that shared with me. Cause I, for me, like a, um, Oh, what's his butt guy. That's super Dave Ramsey, Dave Ramsey, right? Like eat rice and beans for the next seven years so that you're out of debt guy. Like I can't, that's too much. I hate everything about Dave. I I appreciate, (laughs) I appreciate the spirit of some of what he shares. And I think there's definitely good things, 
but the extremeness is it's it's a little unrelatable for me. Yes. But this gal had said they set up small goals financially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to get um, things paid off or different things. Right. Exactly. And she said they decided together what those were. And then when they hit that goal, they would te- take the next month of that extra that went that they paid towards that to pay it off or to, to save or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they did something fun. Yes. So they would like give themselves little. Yes. Like like a weekend we're going to a hotel for a couple nights, yeah. like things like that. Or I want to buy this, you know, depending, but that way it really felt like yes, I'm you're choosing progress. and I'm making progress and we're celebrating along the way. And, but also that I'm choosing to spend. So it feels more special yes. because sometimes what happens is that we will buy the Amazon whatever randomly. And it's like, like I'm not paying attention to it. So even yeah. though I'm getting these things, it doesn't have that same payoff feel right. of excitement. Like it just doesn't, it's like, okay, cool, whatever. Yes. Whereas we're like, we are choosing yes. to do fill in the blank. First of all, stop, please. I'm sorry. When the Amazon truck comes to my house, it is never whatever. Really? I feel adrenaline when the Do Amazon you really? comes to my house. It is ridiculous. <laughs> I feel amazing. adrenaline when I go on my app and check my order status and see when it's going to be shipped or when it's going to be delivered. It's wow. a problem. Okay. Okay. But I mean, I say it's a problem, but it's also a joy. Like I don't, there's not, I don't think, and listen, I'm not like, I understand. I don't don't have like daily deliveries of random shit. Right. I mean, during COVID I did. Let's be real. Well, God, we all did. It's not like, like it's ordering my laundry soap or whatever. Like it's not extra. It's things that I have to buy anyway. Yes. I hear you. It's just the feeling of like something's coming for me like that's amazing like for years grocery shopping like going and doing my monthly grocery shopping and and bringing it home and putting it in the pantry and putting it in the fridge and it being so beautiful and if the world ends tomorrow you guys we can survive was i mean a high it's still to this day if i if i cooked still which i don't but um it's amazing there's obviously there's something sensory maybe about it or it's security it's it's security we're gonna be okay i have taken care of my family i have i have we're i've provided this for you i you know like i i feel my heart beating right now thinking about it like how much incredible that it's yeah, I'm not buying like oh god no, I get it. Shit. It's the but that's what's crazy to me. Like but it, it, it's toilet paper for God's right. sake. That is the part that is a little bit like a, ba- I'll be honest, it's a little baffling. I, I I'm like Amazon, you know, oh cool, they brought whatever, like random like you said, like laundry soap. Well that's good. Now it's done. Yeah. No. But I don't it's literally like it's a checked box for me. Right. 
I was like, okay, that's good. Now we've got well, it. That's because you're normal. And- <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I think maybe we're just that different. Like yes. I'm sure normal is probably somewhere in between. Yeah. Like- <laughs> well, no, I think it's normal to order your Amazon laundry soap and then it shows up and you're like, okay, cool. Put it in the cupboard. We can do laundry now. Like, <laughs> right. not like oh, I get to open this box and it's going to have some laundry soap in there. That is so funny. Now I get almost annoyed with the friggin' box. I'm like, yes. ugh, another box. Yes. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. It's, but, you know, I like what you were saying about the practical, like, give yourself little yeah. benchmarks and celebrations. Because obviously I know the goal and the benchmark, like the end result is a beautiful home that I get to design and build. And it be everything that I want it to be. And so I, I should want to sacrifice every dime and, you know, so we can get there faster and it can be everything that I want for my grandchildren and my, you know, business and blah, blah, blah. But that almost feels unreachable. Like it's Uh so far out. Sure. That it's like, Oh, I'm going to be sacrificing forever. And like when it's going to be so long, but to have those little benchmarks along the way and those little celebrations that will help. Thank you, Dave Ramsey. Well, that was not a Dave Ramsey. That was a different, this gal was sharing with me. Thank you. Not Dave Ramsey. Not Dave Ramsey. Yeah. Because that's what I thought was so good about it is I was like, oh, that feels more tangible. Yeah. And it can be whatever you want it to be. It can be, um, you know, we're going to eat out. Yeah. You know, whatever your thing is that feels like a little whatever, like, yeah. you know, we're eating in this week and that means one time on the weekend we get to, and that's yeah. our like, yay, you know, and it's, it's in portion. Yeah. But, and then when we hit, like we pay off this, whatever right or we've done three months of this and then we get an overnight or yes i mean it really it's it's all Ooh, but how does that fit into the earning like see i think that's why i buck against it so much because it feels like i buck against earning things now because it was such a we're back to the fucking trauma trauma. yeah i think it's got to be and I don't know, again, I am an Enneagram three and a nerd and I like goals are my jam. Yes. And that motivates me. Yes. So, but like, I think goals are not jam. my jam. Yeah. Immediate, trying to separate payoff. Immediate, immediate payoff yeah. is my jam. Yeah. So maybe having smaller, smaller goals, but it's not about earning your value. It's about getting to where you want to be. I so I have maybe, to separate that. That's yeah. the, the mind fuck that mm-hmm. I have to separate and maybe separate like maybe would a like board of like with houses a vision a board, board a vision board thank you <laughs> like you know or like a cute outfit that you really want to get that you're going to get when you finish whatever or the weekend away like we're staying uh-huh. at this hotel and like having the a having the goals of like, we get to do this, but that's why I'm saying no to yes, whatever random. Can I tell you what that has looked like in the past? Like I have done that. I have set those things. And then like halfway there, I'm like, fuck it. We're still like, gotcha. I'm done with this. 
I just want to live my life. We're still, we can have, I have this money right here. We are going to do it because I have this money. Right the hard here. part is when you do, right? Because yes. it's the, it's, it's the like, we're not actually not able to afford it. Yeah. We're just not able to do these other bigger things later. I'm going to have to take it from here to make that work for now, but we'll get there eventually. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like, we'll. I'll make it up this way or you know. I wonder does your if your bank has any kind of auto draw to a separate account? Oh totally. Yes. So set up I wonder about setting that up. Like right do I day- have access to that account? Yes, I do. <laughs> it's I'm telling you, the practical things are not the issue. No, you're yeah, right. of this brain. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's a hard one. I'm sorry. And you can't fix this problem. I know. And oh, it's not this girl can fix this. Yeah. Problem. Well, it's so dumb because this, this stuff, I'm like, oh, on, let's do it. I, I got know. you. Um, now talk about weight loss. Good luck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the whole, no. like, that doesn't <laughs> taste as good as sexy feels. And I'm like, oh, no, it's pretty good. <laughs> Sexy schmexy, I would like this pasta right now. Right. And I'm not even, I don't know, whatever, but like, you know, it's so we've all got our areas of like, oh, that's fine, I got that, and other areas that is are just a struggle. And yes. <sighs> what do you do? We do. We do. I think my husband will really appreciate when I'm actively saving for the big things. And he feels like he's working, like it's paying off in big, he's, he's a big, like when we were first married and we were poor, we never went on dates because in his mind, a date was like a weekend in Seattle and all of the things. (laughs) Sure. And so he's like the big ticket guy. And so I've. As much as I deserve, and I am doing it for me, like I am going to work through this this trauma response to life for me, for my stress levels, but also because I love him so much and he deserves to feel the satisfaction of like knowing that he earned to build this place or to have this thing, whatever it is. So, yeah. And that he gets to have a wife who is stress free when we have that. And that's the other ball of all of the things. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I think but also if I could win the lottery, that would be, great. that would be great. Oh God. Same. <laughs> well, even when we were on vacation, it was like, why aren't we independently wealthy? It would be so great. <laughs> I really feel like I'm supposed to be. I so. feel that. <laughs> oh, I feel that. Oh. Yes. Yeah. It's so funny. I think it's all about what brings you security, you yes. know? Because I think for you, seeing the pantry full, seeing the whatever brings that. And I and that does do that for me, too, on a certain level. But having the savings or having the whatever. Yeah. 
like also brings that for me. Yeah. I one night, I can't remember. I don't think I've shared this one night in the middle of the night. I woke up panicked that if Aaron died, could we stay in the house? Mm -hmm. And I could not like stop thinking about it. And so I literally had to get up, like find our information of like, okay, well he'd have this much life insurance and then we do this. And this is sort of an average of like what I make. Uh And, and I had to like run the numbers and then I was like, Oh, we could. Okay. And then I went to bed and it was like, that was it. I didn't need, it wasn't something that was just going to continually like make me crazy. Even if I had the information, I had to like, whatever. Nope. I just had to run the numbers and then I was like, okay, we're good. Yes. I am similar. What a nerd. I will wake up and be like, because, and here's part of the problem financially for us is that we are primarily, our primary, Jim has a bit of a salary, but we couldn't live on his salary. It's commission, right? So much commission. And that's been our life, our whole marriage. And there have been great times of that. And there have been holy shit times of that. Yeah. And, um, which is stress. That's a major stress. But that is why having the pantry stocked with enough food for two months is is like, oh, because we'll be okay no matter what next month brings. You know? But that Um, freaking makes sense. That's that's actually super logical. Like that. It is. But the emotional feeling behind it is not so much. Yeah. Um, And especially now that like, even the lowest commission will be fine. Right. So it's like, that isn't necessary anymore. Yeah. It's not feast or famine. Right. And that is the mindset that has to change is living in feast or famine. Oh, that's so So, fascinating. It's so true. And we all have that. It's like when I was, we, we were, you know, not that long ago and I'm looking and going, I can't believe you bought that on, you know, whatever. And it was like, uh, and Aaron just looked at me like, it was $7. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, oh, right. We're uh-huh. not, it's not 15 years ago, you know? Yes. yes. <laughs> but like for me, the, oh, I know what I was saying, how you were talking about getting up and seeing if you could live in the house after, if Aaron died. I still get up and run the numbers of what's the commission check going to be this month. After I pay all of the bills, how much is left? What do I need to do with how much is left after all the bills? And then what fun things? Like, will I have enough for fun? Yeah. Or paying the housekeeper or, you know, whatever, like the extras. And I will get up in the middle of the night and do that. Run the bills. How much money will will there be enough to, to, for the bills? Yes. And then what? Like, you know, it's. But by how much? Because then that is the fun stuff. I get it. Yes. Yeah. And not having a second, like me not providing. You don't have a second, some like um, buffer. Yeah. Yes. It, that's so, a, those are real. That is incredibly, incredibly yeah. real. And we had been there for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it, it's definitely the feaster fam. And when Jim and I were first married, there were months that we made $0 and then 
in two months, it would be $25,000 for that month. And, you know, so you're catching up from the month yes. that was zero and you're preparing for the month that might be zero. And That's a, that is a toughie. That is God and so real. Commission sure. people. God. And I remember my parents being like, you need to like give yourself three to six months of savings and a buffer so that you feel secure and da, da, da. And just being like, fuck that. And then <laughs> when the bottom fell out, and we were like, well, we got two months, two right. months, you know, and then. Which two months is impressive if you yeah. think about it. Oh, I mean, I, I hopefully it was two months. I don't remember. I mean, well, we, sure. remember, we know it went fast because yeah. <laughs> life. But um, looking, I'm like, yeah, three to six months would have been a good idea. But sure, I probably wouldn't have had the trauma that I did, maybe. But when you're 20 oh my God. years old, is that what yes. you're thinking about? It is not. That is absolutely not. So anyway, thank you for listening to my financial history today, friends. <laughs> <laughs> this is why, like, I'm I'm having to process through all of this yeah, to like, get to a healthy place. For sure. Um, but again, that's real. Money is is just part of the real world. And yeah. so yeah, I actually really appreciate your being willing to talk about the internal parts of that because that mm-hmm. is relatable. Yeah. Well, and it is. It's I think money for women, I think money and food are the two big things that are like our coping and also like our struggle of yeah what we kind of have to battle through yeah well and like you said that balance between security mm-hmm. and what that security can bring and wanting to provide for the family and have, take care of and yeah that's yeah. very true yeah so, crossing that line. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that there's more than a few people that relate, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Oh, we keep growing. That's the truth. <laughs> At 45. You know. God's still so young. So young. And really, what's the alternative? No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be not growing and not happy and judgy and an asshole. Right. So if that means I have to have a healthier relationship with practical things that, you know, because it is like going way back to the beginning of this conversation, drawing that line and refusing to work through some things to develop a healthy relationship with my finances. Yeah. Um, the alternative is not doing that and being miserable and being an asshole. Yeah. Like, and not being able to grow into my ultimate potential as a person and what I provide to this world. Yeah. I well, love- because eventually that stress keeps you from being able to engage in a way right. that is your most free and able. Yeah. And it also keeps me from being able to 
fulfill my dreams. Yeah. Like the thing, one of the things that I love most and, and that I know I'm on this earth to do is to give and to provide yeah. like, um, whether that's a space for people to come and have like respite from their stressful life when they come and visit me or, you know, whatever, like that is incredibly important to me. And it feels like part of my space on this earth. Mm. And if I'm not living in what I feel like is my role on this earth, I'm a miserable, bitter person. Right. So I have to do this shitty work right now so that I can keep growing into that person that I want to be. Yeah. Maybe when you do buy land, it needs to be big enough to have the potential of certainly like a guest house or a rec center. That is the goal. Like that is the thing. I see it. And space for the kids to have like especially for Jordan we want a space we want enough acreage that there's space for him to build a home that it may or may not be necessary but if he does need us yeah in some way or just that extra support or that extra like you know whatever we want to be able to have that for him or yeah. at the very least have a really cool space for my grandkids to come hang out and play. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But you are a gatherer. You are, you're, yes. a, you're a nurturer to people. Yes. And so to have the space to have somewhere that that could happen, that people yes. can come. And it's very important to both Jim and I. Yeah. Would be yeah, cause you both are, you both mm-hmm. have that. Yeah. I can see it. I like it. Yes. So in about five years, we will have the, um, the sister, the Yaya sisterhood, um, retreat center retreats and we will come take sacred baths and Yaya. (laughs) Yaya. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. I'm not sure about the sacred baths, but I support it. Listen, a sacred bath, a nice, lovely bath outdoors under the moonlight with some lovely candles. You know you could feel that. All right. All right. I'll do it. Be one with nature and yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's quite a look. It's quite a look. We'll make sure it's enclosed enough that no one else can see. Sure. Sure. (laughs) That's fine. I'll be very drunk. No. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) We'll have the sacred medicines and the sacred bath. That's perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Yep. That's why I'm saving my dollars right now, folks. That's right. Put it on your calendar. You're invited. Uh, well, we always have talked about doing some kind of like camp, like maybe that's all part of it. It is. It is. This Cute. is the wheels are in motion. <laughs> We've set our intentions, guys. I like it. Look out. I'm going to go buy a lottery ticket. Maybe we can fast forward. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I need that sacred bath next week. Can we hurry this along? <laughs> That'd be so amazing. Can you imagine the next episode? I won the lotto! 
Shit, I'm going to go buy a ticket so we can do it. I think that would be amazing. Please, all of you, I'm going to put this episode up today so that whenever the next lottery drawing is, we can all set our intentions together. Yes. I'm just going to start buying a weekly lottery ticket and all of us need to set our intentions together until it happens. (laughs) And then we will all have a big party on the land with sacred bathtubs for everyone. Uh, That would be fun. Now, the practical part of me also says that maybe working against your bigger goal. <laughs> God dang it, Nicole. Spending money on the lotto might not be. <laughs> well, I fired my housekeeper, so I got a couple extra bucks. There you go. There you go. Just limit it. If it's just in the budget, you just this put it in the why budget. I have you to, to <laughs> keep me on track. You're right. You're right. It's fine. I, I've been known as the murderer of love to some of my children, and now I'll just be the murderer of dreams. Of Thank dreams. you. <laughs> I'm sorry. You do have a very important oh. place in this world, even in your murdering of yes. all the good things. Apologies. <laughs> I just felt like I just had a little like pinprick in the bubble of like. Yeah, you really uh, let the air out of that balloon thing. I know, the balloon. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Still, guys, set your intentions that we win the lottery. Who knows? Yep. We're just we going to put it in the budget. That's all. It'll we be won't fine. T- that's right. We won't tell Nicole that I bought a $2 lottery ticket. <laughs> if it's meant to be, here's the deal. If the universe wants me to win the lotto, I don't have to spend a lot of money. I only have to buy one ticket. That's fair. That's fair. So... <sighs> Please, oh universe, send me. I'll put that out there for sure. I'm in. (laughs) We just want the sacred bath. Shit, all I need to do is go buy one of those tin watering troughs and put it out in the backyard. We're good. Fine. Whatever. (laughs) Maybe we'll have a picture of that coming soon. Okay, we have really just gone some places this hey, we episode. have. We're a little off the rails. Sorry, friends. Oh, it's it's what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, set your intentions. Find your lines. Cross them. I'm always yelling at my kids for crossing the lines, but <laughs> theirs is usually into a place of inappropriateness. That is not what we're talking about today. No. Or is it? Well, a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. Bit of both. Yeah. Um, Yeah, do the work. Don't be a slacker. Yep. We love you. Love you.